Welcome back to YouTube with the boys. Here we have a fantastic episode on Anthony Padilla. Can you clear up once and for all why your voice is so deep? My voice is just primarily deep because it's it's deep. I, genetics, I, I guess. Corpse's Maybe. mom sounds just like him. Corpse's <laughs> grandfather and grandmother both sound like that. Thanksgiving dinner it, just sounds like... Uh. <laughs> so Anthony Padilla is a content creator on YouTube who interviews a lot of different people. Sometimes he interviews your favorite creators like Corpus Husband, Dream, Carl Jacobs, Amaranth. And other times he interviews kind of a group of people that fit under maybe a niche topic like people with multiple personalities, um, people with Tourette syndrome, um, kidnapping survivors. There, there's all meme stars, all sorts of different categories, some more serious than others. But um, I would say he's mostly kind of drawn, he draws new people in, I would say mostly for his, you know, videos on content creators that don't normally get, you know, a lot of interviews. People who are more kind of hidden away, like those figures of Dream and Corpse Husband. Um, and it would be crazy to go um, make a video on Anthony Padilla without mentioning Smosh. Anthony Padilla got his start on Smosh, and if you guys do not know Smosh, that's crazy. I would hope you know that. They're one of the, you know, earliest YouTube channels ever, one of the greats, um, and it was started by Ian Hecox and Anthony Padilla. Eventually, Anthony kind of wanted to, you know, branch off and do more of his own stuff, so he left. Um, and yeah, that was a pretty sad moment uh, for an avid Smosh viewer, which I was at the time. And I, I just kind of appreciated the history of it. I've always been really involved with YouTube. I mean, I wasn't watching the food battle as they were happening, but um, I probably came around 2000... Um, I don't even remember at this point. I, I was there long enough to realize the importance of it and know how, you know, um, important Anthony was to the whole Smosh organization. But Smosh has grown on to do some cool separate things. It's owned by Mythical, the good Mythical Morning guys, Rhett and Link. Um, and Ian's still there. Um, and I think, as far as I know, Ian and Anthony still have a really good relationship because they were literally best friends all growing up, even if they don't appear like, uh, appear publicly that much together. But yeah. Um, okay. So let's get into the episode. Now that we've mentioned that, we're focusing on Anthony Bria's, you know, channel alone, which has 6.11 million subscribers. Um, yeah. Um, his most popular videos, um, include Draw My Life, Anthony Padilla 2013, which is when he was still with Smosh. Um, I Spent a Day with Multiple Personalities, that has 17 million views. Same as the Draw My Life, actually, must just be edging it out. And then Why It Left Smosh has 16 million views. Um, on this channel, I actually remember when he first started it, he started it with a bunch of skits. Um, like, he kind of left, and then they did a lot of skits on Smosh, so he kind of, you know, continued with that humor. And in doing it in that way. And then he eventually just started getting into, um, you know, his interviews. Um, yeah. It looks like, you know, uh, he just started getting into, like, a rhythm. Uh, I, th I think it might have started with I Spent a Day with Time Travelers. And uh, after that, you know, he hasn't really backed down ever since. He started with that. That got popular. A few more skits. And then... 
it's been kind of fully that ever since. Um, to be honest, Anthony Padilla's channel is kind of what I strive to be. If if there were a future for this podcast, and you know, a, a future that would be you know conducting actual interviews, which has kind of always been the goal, but it's just hard in practice because uh, I'm a small podcaster. But the goal for this channel would be to reach something like that. I think what he does is really cool, and I really look up to it. Um, I, I would hope that one day I could do something like that. Um, the one advantage that he has over me is that Anthony Badia, as I said before, is literally, I would say, almost like a founding creator of YouTube. He kind of pioneered what it means to be a YouTuber. Yeah, which is just insane. So with that amount of pull... He has definitely been able to get some amazing guests on, amazing YouTube guests. And other guests in general, like his other videos, are really cool to see. They bring a lot of, you know, maybe awareness and understanding to some very niche groups, which is super cool. Um, But, you know, I watched a lot of the more creator videos because that's, you know, the content I like. That's the content I try to produce. So that's what I focused on for this episode. So, one of the videos that I ended up watching was his most recent one with Amaranth. Now, Amaranth is a creator on Twitch who is kind of focused... It's not 18 plus content since it's on Twitch, but it's content of a... I would say geared towards more probably mature nature. Um, She posts, you know, she models a lot too. Posts on her Instagram. She has an OnlyFans... Um, Patreon, like, that's the type of creator she is, and she owns up to it, and she's really cool about it, and I had listened to the Yard podcast before with E.I. Ludwig, with Amaranth, and then after, you know, listening to this, you really get a respect for Amaranth, you know, although you may not be a fan of the content she creates, and although you may think other content is more creative, she is really driven in what she does, um, and she has a clear goal in mind, which is starting, like, a really cool animal shelter, and she just never stops working, and that is revealed uh, in this interview. Um, and then Anthony has also done, you know, he's basically going through the list of Dream SMP members. He has done interviews with Rambu, Tubbo, um, Dream, and I think he just posted today that he will be eventually doing an interview with Wilbur. And what I really like and appreciate about Anthony as an interviewer because I can get into each of these individual videos but if I do that I'm going to be more talking about the creators he interviews than him and I I think that speaks a lot of volumes about his channel. Anthony is very good at letting the other creators shine you know again Anthony has been on the internet a long time so you know with some of like maybe the smaller people he invites on or other guests, you could be easy, like, it could be easy to be a big personality and kind of take over the whole show, make jokes here and there, you know, constantly try to do bits, try to be the center of attention, but he doesn't do that. He's able to take a step back, which is really refreshing, um, to have a, like, kind of a celebrity-type figure, at least in the YouTube space, um, lead that type of interview, and it's cool to see him do that and give people space to talk. But while he takes a step back, he leads an incredible conversation. When he's talking to people like Rambo and Tubbo, maybe, you know, he's asking some heavy-hitting questions. 
um, you know, about fame hitting early, how it affects your schoolwork, how, you know, you're dealing with anxiety and burnout. Those are hard-hitting questions, and he's able to prompt um, his creators really well, like, prompt them in a way that kind of leads them to a conclusion or kind of maybe helps them escape from a moment where they're, you know, kind of just thinking. And he's really good at kind of like providing those kind of escape routes, and he leads the conversation without forcing the creators into an answer. It it is some of, I would say, the best interview skills I've seen um, on the platform. Because what what I also appreciate about Anthony is I'm not going to throw... Okay, so I'm kind of going to throw shade here, but I'm not going to. So, The Courage and Nate Judd Show is a podcast. It's a podcast I enjoy listening to. It's uh, made by 100 Thieves and Cash App, and it's where Nate Shot and uh, Courage, you know, both go in and talk to a lot of different creators. But a lot of the times, Nate Shot goes in knowing nothing about them. Um, and then they give him a small sheet to read from, and he kind of understands. And there is an interesting perspective to kind of see someone learn about your favorite creator for the first time and they're asking you know questions that a you know new viewer would have but he doesn't really know anything about it and at least from a viewer perspective it seems like Anthony is really well researched in the creators he interviews which is really cool I I I honestly believe in every video he does he puts the time puts the effort and even even if he has a team put in the time, put in the effort, he briefs himself. He goes on and understands, you know, what that creator's life is like, you know, the intricacies, the intricacies of everything. You know, understanding what they did, what their relevance is. Um, and I think that's really important. He, he feels like, you know, a viewer. He feels like, you know, one of us trying to understand more about his favorite creator. And I think that's a really cool skill to have. Now, he may not, you know, research that much. He may just get briefed before. But anyway, he makes the viewer feel like that. And that's what matters at the end of the day. And again, continuing on this, you know, Anthony tangent of kind of, you know, although he steps back, he still brings conversation, which I think is important. You know, a lot of times uh, a creator will, if not a creator, an interviewer, if they're interviewing someone, will do something in the lines of, you know, just asking questions. They'll be like, okay, um, how did the money affect your day-to-day life, the money and fame? And then the creator will answer. And the, you know, the interviewer will be like, so what's your inspiration? Like, and they'll just ask questions, which an interviewer, like, can do. That's what they normally do, but Anthony provides an experience in which he is, it's more of a conversation than an interview, which I think is really cool. It's its a conversation focused on someone. It's obviously intended to spotlight whoever he has on, but it's a conversation. Anthony gives his own opinion. He, you know, relates to them or talks about his own experiences, sometimes offers differing things, laughs with them kind of plays fun, and I, and I think that's really important. Although he doesn't steal the attention, he still does make bits, which makes it, I think, Anthony Padilla's channel. That's where I think you can give him credit. 
Because, of course, you know, you could just have people on, ask them questions that anybody could ask. But in making this more of a conversation, the interview, he brings it to a level that I would give him credit for the success this channel has, even if he has big names on it. And I think that's really cool. And from what I've seen, he's talked to Corpse, who I think he's met in real life. And he's talked to Dream. And he's talked to Rambu and Tabo and, you know, all these crazy people on, you know, really serious topics. And he makes everything... He he makes you comfortable and uncomfortable. <laughs> and uncomfortable. Which is... I don't think, uh, you know, a trait that you can develop. Maybe you can. But he, he he's good at, you know, breaking those larger topics down into small digestible pieces. And I think... What? I don't know if he's intended to do this. If this is his step in his, you know... Um, like, kind of mission statement. But... He, he he's made a lot of creators feel more human. And I think that's a needed uh, attribute in this world, in this internet world. A lot of times we get to worshipping certain people. We get to, um, you know, worshipping certain people, or we get too sensitive about these people. And I think Anthony, you know, shows that, yes... They're creators and they're funny, but they are also human. He reveals a balance in that, you know, Tubbo is 17. So we'll ask Tubbo and things about, like, the weird, you know, pictures and fan fictions that come out of it. And I think what is cool is by asking Tubbo about that, and I'm assuming he prepares Tubbo before and, like, shows Tubbo the questions he's going to ask, he sets Tubbo up for... Um, a plat on a platform to give his piece about that. He he sets Tubbo up to maybe condemn something he Tubbo doesn't like, and you know I probably think it's hard to just outright say on a stream with no context. Oh, please stop making those weird drawings of me. Um, so he sets Tubbo out and gives him the platform to talk about what's uncomfortable and comfortable, and I think that provides more of an understanding to everybody around, and hopefully, you know, kind of makes these parasocial relationships that Ludwig always talks about, where people at home feel like they know the person they're watching every day, and they're friends with them, I think it brings it to a bit of a more normal level, a viewer, um, a viewer streamer level, where you understand that person doesn't know you, and you understand you have to treat them with the respect that you would treat any other celebrity, and that you are not best friends with him. Um, editing style. His editing is amazing. Uh, just phenomenal. The conversation flows really well. You never really think... You never really feel like there's a lag time. And I imagine there's a lot of footage cut. And a lot of you know gaps taken out. But the way they cut it. I think they have maybe three cameras. Maybe two. It, it, it feels like it goes very smoothly. And, you know, hats off, I think he has a whole team that probably edits and also films. But it's very, very smooth. And um, when Dream and um, Corpse went on, he had, like, animations um, in place of them since they don't show their faces. Which was also a really cool addition. His thumbnails, really great, too. I think they're awesome. But, yeah, he he's able um, to make it 
a very smooth interview, which is tough to do, I, I would imagine, on some of the more serious topics because there's probably a lot of stopping and things that might need to be cut out. Um, I'll click on a random video to talk about his team because, uh, you know, I want to give shout-outs to, you know, the small people. He has a, you know, executive producer, producer and co-writer, director of photography, um, camera operator, production assistant, editor, assistant editor, post PA slash assistant editor, sound editor, um, theme music composer, composer, portrait painted. Um, yeah, like a, a crazy amount of crew, but it all comes together to make a really awesome product, and I think it's worth it. So again, an amazing creator. And I think, sadly, this is going to have to wrap it up for today. This is going to be a shorter episode. Um, but yeah, he's really awesome. Go check him out. He's what I strive to do. Um, so yeah, sorry, um, I know, for those who've made it here for the lack of clips this episode. If you've made it here, you're probably a regular. Um, basically, I'm in the middle of my midterms. So it is on 11 p.m. on a Monday when this is coming out. And get this, it's 11 p.m. on a Monday when I'm recording this. And now I, I do video now and release it a week after. Check the YouTube. Um, <laughs> so I wasn't, I was like, oh shit, I have to actually look good too. Um, but yeah, thank you for still watching. Um, I want to give a really, really big thank you to you guys. I was just looking at the retention on Spotify, which is, you know, how long people stay listening. And it's been really, really good. Um, it's been longer than it has, um, you know, with, with some episodes, you would get, like, average listen of, like, two seconds, three sec, five seconds, but the Valkyrie one, um, got 12 minutes at 55 seconds average, which is really, really cool, um, and also, I appreciate, again, all the reviews and everything, uh, I haven't, checked the Spotify reviews in a while, but it's been steadily going up, and it's been good, um, on podcast reviews, um, I believe there was one from Robuxless that asked if I had another podcast, so I do not have another podcast on YouTube, but I, I actually never thought someone would ask about this, I did have another podcast that I kind of did before this one, um, it's about on the down low, you're still listening I guess you're probably a true fan so it was called rambles and rants and that one was more about my life I don't post on it frequently at all there's been the last one was like maybe November I was thinking about posting a new one recently but it's really about my life and some of my interests if you want to check it out you can but it's not anywhere related near this content and um another thing I wanted to thank you guys about is um so um on Spotify, if you listen on Spotify, you've probably been hearing ads, and those ads actually do help me. It's not a crazy number, so I'll say it. I, I made like $3 or something in the month of December, which is cool. I mean, it's not a lot, but it's cool. But why it's cool is because that means I sold like 300 ad impressions. That means like, you know, 300 times um, a company was like, okay. We're going to place our ad on Mac's podcast, which is pretty awesome. And I don't know, it, it feels like a step in a really cool direction, especially since it's not like a podcasting company. It's like actual companies, and that's pretty sick. Um, so thank you, guys. 
for all of you who listen to Spotify, if you don't, thank you too. Don't be pressured into listening on Spotify. Um, but I really appreciate it. I might get working on that Discord server uh, after my midterms are done. And, you know, we'll think about other content. I know there was that uh, Minecraft YouTuber you guys wanted me to look at, which is, I think, the 100 Days style content, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so thank you guys. I will see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>